The road to consciousness. We will figure out the biggest mystery in human history. How can we have such a rich internal subjective experience in our minds and our brains that we know is consciousness, but how from the physical workings of the brains does it arise and where? These are still big open mysteries in both science and philosophy. We're going to do it by exploring a variety of disciplines and putting things in either the knowledge bucket where we have enough data or evidence that points to a certain thing that we can classify as truth or we're going to have to make some assumptions, make some leaps somewhere. Uh, Otherwise, we'll go around in circles. And with this type of problem, you can definitely go around in circles. Today, I wanted to talk about illusionism. Illusionism is a pretty fascinating uh, philosophical standpoint in two different areas one when we talked about free will we talked about maybe free will is an illusion and we don't actually have free will the other in terms of consciousness maybe consciousness is just an illusion and we don't really have it now both of these are sort of correlated in the sense that um if we really don't have free will and we are just playing out by the laws of the universe, that is our physical brains are just doing what it was always going to do, following uh, you know, physics and particle physics and the laws governing everything in the universe from a physicalism standpoint, then really free will is an afterthought. We, we feel like we have free will, but we don't really. <laughs> That's where it's correlated to consciousness. Maybe consciousness is an afterthought as well. Maybe we feel like we have consciousness and we feel like we have this experience but that experience and the underlying physical mechanisms of the brains are just doing what they were programmed to do essentially that that software is just playing out Um, and we have an illusionary sense that consciousness is there and this is super fascinating to think about because depending on which stance you take for free will and a lot of people these days I believe Daniel Dennett, uh, a leading philosopher, is somebody who is advocating for illusionism and also in the he's a physicalist, I believe. So I'm sorry if I again butcher people's uh, stance on things, but that's okay. Um, then he also believes in the physical reality. He, he subscribes to physics and science uh, and then therefore free will is an illusion and consciousness is also an illusion. If that's the case, then... I don't know what to say. We're <laughs> Whatever is happening though, day to day, it definitely feels like we have it. And my stance on consciousness is the same as the stance on self and the same as the stance uh, on free will. These are emergent properties and whether they exist or they don't exist or whether they're illusions or not, from the empiricist point of view, we feel them. <laughs> we are living them. You could say in a physical world that, okay, Um, you know general relatively gives us very specific view ever since from the big bang uh, and that theory holds true while we play out everything that's happened to date 13.8 billion years ago till now and you and me and everybody have a world line which is the path that we're taking through this journey of uh, you know time and that world line will always continue the way it goes. Uh, and the big question is, if we believe in sort of free will and consciousness, then are we actively like changing something in a physical world that we know and see around us playing out by the laws of general relativity to the letter, mind you, to the nth degree? These are laws that have been tested to the smallest, I believe, one in a billionth uh, time. That might be quantum mechanics. So it's going to fail or one in 100 billion or something. 
So these are these are knowledge. These are <clears throat> justified true beliefs. These are scientific facts. So how does like imagine your world line? Imagine the I believe the three D cube is commonly used, and if your and if time is uh, on the on the wax is going up and if you draw a line in that cube that you're tra traversing space time and you're you know listening to this and then next you're going to continue hopefully listening to this at some point that is going to finish and you're going to do the next thing then you're playing out your world line imagine your brain sort of looking in on it are you affecting that physical reality whereas every other atom in the universe is playing out by that law and somehow humans are changing that physical part of things if you if if that's hard to digest for you then how can we say that either the mind or consciousness is something non-physical and it does have some level of physical like changing the physical reality and it has some kind of free will you see how it just it doesn't fit very nicely or smoothly <laughs> and so i would say a lot of leading philosophers these days and scientists also would say that yeah free will from you know a base level is an illusion or uh, maybe not a lot of leading scientists i think a lot of leading scientists believe in physicalism um and dualism has become a lot out of favor what we talked about was kind of dualism that they somehow coexist uh and the the mind and consciousness slash even free will in some kind of non-physical sense exists uh, and so does the physical universe they just coexist but there's no easy way so far that anybody will be able to say how they coexist and so that's kind of dualism is not as much in favor and physicalism is in favor is exactly what we just talked about with your world line and you playing out to the physical laws of nature uh, and so there are experiments that have shown that consciousness is a little bit of an afterthought now i'm, I'm not sure how much i subscribe to these experiments but the experiments essentially tested people on what, what, what was their physical brain having some kind of activity before they understood that they made a decision. And there was a very simple game played and essentially the, the, the subject had to make very simple choices, but they were able to measure that the brain actually registered those choices before they were attempting to even be conscious of them. So that is something that may be happening. Uh, and when we talk about consciousness and our minds, it certainly feels like we are experiencing life. Um, it's certainly so. Why would why why would it have evolved as an afterthought? Is a good question. Going back evolution-wise, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like if we could have physically gone through this world and this universe and just do what we've always done and, and we're going to follow a certain path, why have this rich experience of life? What, what does it provide in terms of above and beyond the survival of our, our brains doing what it's always done? That's a good question. What is the point? What is the point of having this rich experience? Now, Clearly, if we didn't believe in illusionism, then we would say it's to have the downward causation that we've talked about. It's to be able to make and alter our decisions for survival and move towards pleasure and make sure we can eat and maintain homeostasis and not get eaten by predators or fall into places that are going to not be good for us. So definitely um, that part of it would make sense. But when we're talking about the opposite, which is 
if it's an illusion, then what's the point of the illusion? <laughs> why? And maybe there is no why. I guess the illusionist would say it just how is that we evolved out of the physical necessity, not even the necessity, we evolved physically to have this consciousness and our minds. And their stance is one day we will figure out what it is. Um, and until then, that's we'll just live with it. And yes, it's a physical thing and we just haven't figured it out yet. Okay, I like that. Will we ever figure it out? And one day maybe we will and they'll be proven right. It's not going to do good for humanity though. <laughs> Imagine we prove that we don't have free will. <laughs> the whole premise of us being humans is that we have choices. If you found out tomorrow that you were don't have any choices, that you're going to do exactly what you've always done uh, and you're just going to live out and play out the rest of your life by a predetermined path, you could ask that maybe there is a um, destiny in terms of uh, a purpose to that but if it's out of your control, <laughs> it doesn't make you feel good. In fact, when you tell someone they don't have free will, the first thing they do is just like, what? That's insane. But imagine we did. <laughs> what would it mean for us in society? In fact, how could we... I mean, we should hold people accountable for their actions, but then you can't blame people for their actions. Let's say uh, you know, a common example of people who commit heinous crimes. Their brain chemistry might be in a just altered in a way that other people aren't. In fact, a lot of experiments have, have shown this. And if they don't have free will and their brain is just doing what it always would have done, then you can't blame them for their actions. I'm not saying you shouldn't hold them accountable. They should absolutely be accountable uh, for their actions and they should, you know, j justice should be served depending on their crime. But if you can't hold them... <laughs> If you can't blame them, then that puts another spin on it. And then just for everybody else as well, um, I'd like to think that I mean, I mean, have some level, like it's it's embedded in humans to believe that we have uh, control or at least decision making power. <laughs> Sorry, this is this is it's a heated topic actually. So I'm going to assume that illusionists, it's it's not what we think. It's not all an illusion. There is some level, maybe I'm a compatibilist in the free will sense. But then what does that compatibilism look like? Is the same problem as dualism. How, how does it work? How can we have free will and how can we affect or change the, the laws of nature? That's a hard one. Um, emergence still jumps out at me and I know we've talked about emergence a lot, but whatever is emerging for us day to day is in our experience. We feel it, man. <laughs> we feel it. Um, people out there, uh, whatever, what, I mean, I guess I need to decouple these questions. Does it matter every day, every day in terms of day to day for our lives? Probably not. Even if it's an illusion, even if it's just, I would say it's just an experience though. I wouldn't call it an illusion. It's just an experience, an experience that has emerged from the physical properties of the of quantum mechanics, I like to say, because I like to think of it in the micro scale. Whatever is happening at the smallest level of physical reality is happening. Uh, there's quantum leaps, things are coming in and out of existence, there's superposition, like there is a whole world out there. Uh, and to be fair, we've talked about this before, but it's only the way that we observe and measure that jumps out that sounds unusual it's strange the universe doesn't play by our observation of quantum mechanics like 
it might sound strange to us, but like there is something underlying physically going on that we just have no idea what it is. And we can't even begin to imagine. I believe the emergence of our experience plays against us for us to know truly objectively the reality out there. And that's fine. That's just the way that emerged experience has come about. And so day to day, I guess the point is, it doesn't matter. You're going to live your life. You're going to have the experiences. You should make the best use of those experiences as possible. Every single conscious experience you have with an emotional significance, you need to do the best to make use of that. If you're interested in these questions, you're in the right place. It's good to step out though. It's not all about that experience. You could have the most wonderful experiences. Let's say you have a, a calculated... I think there's 10 billion conscious thoughts you'll ever have and 10 billion conscious experiences in your lifetime. Let's say 9 billion of those are awesome. Is that mean you're going to live a fulfilled and happy life? Maybe. But another part of having this emergent experience is taking a step back and identifying your purpose, your passion or what you see as your goal or the things that you want to achieve with those conscious experience. And I think this is where the human psyche gets complicated um and a lot of us will take that journey some of us won't that's perfectly okay but asking some of these questions has been my journey and i i I don't know i just gravitated towards philosophy i love physics i love philosophy i've really started to love neuroscience and my passion is the brain Uh, my passion is mind my passion is consciousness and there's a very good chance i'm going to spend the rest of my life down this path because that's the that's the world line i want to take it scares me to know that that's the world line I was always going to take, but it doesn't matter. I'm okay either way. I need to make sure I experience that as best as possible. And so here I am. I'm going to be doing that. I encourage you to do the same. Um, I, I feel like at times we often get caught in the day-to-day and we don't see <clears throat> excuse me, the forest from the trees because there's so much to the trees themselves. Every day we're trying to navigate and figure out life and get through the trees but there's a whole forest out there for us and taking a look at holistically our whole life and we haven't talked about self yet but your aggregation of your experiences will define who you are as a person yourself but it's most important how you see yourself and self is another one of those things that are just part of that experience so the I'm starting to think there's an experience framework. There's an emergent experience framework out there that I haven't explored and discovered. I think I'm going to start exploring that. And I think that is a good way to, to look at life. And that's the way I look at life at least. Uh, and I encourage you to figure out for yourself the way you want to see life. 